Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, October 1st, and I'm your host, Steve Brown. Our top stories today, buckle up, Facebook grilling, and deal is off. Leading today's news, U.S. stock index futures are trading down 0.6% following another rough session on Thursday as the market closed out September and the third quarter. The S&P 500 finished the month off 4.8%, while the Dow and NASDAQ slipped 4.3% and 5.4% respectively. The losses, triggered by fears of inflation, slowing growth, and rising interest rates, even led the S&P 500 to notch its worst monthly performance since the pandemic took hold in March 2020. Currents from the Sea of Red are also spreading outside of the U.S. Over in Asia, the Nikkei 225 closed down 2.3%, while in Europe, the Pan-European Stocks 600 tumbled 1.5%, and major bourses slid into negative territory. Analyst Commentary For most of the last two or three decades, central banks have had a relatively easy task because every time we come up to a crisis, they have been free to ease policy and considerably because of downward inflationary pressure, said Deutsche Bank strategist Jim Reed. The problem now is that a lot of exogenous forces at the moment are inflationary, whether it's supply chains or stimulus. That raises the risk of a policy error. But the problem is we don't know which way that policy error is. Is it to do too much, i.e. keep stimulus going for too long? Or is it to tighten policy with all the inflation around and risk choking off the recovery? On the economic calendar, traders will be closely watching key inflation data set to be published at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. The Core Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, which surged at unexpected 1.1% in July, is expected to slow to a gain of 0.2% in August, but any more unforeseen surges could cause some panic. The inflation figure, which measures price change from the perspective of the consumer, is of utmost importance as the Federal Reserve uses it to set policy. In other news, during a three-hour Senate hearing on Thursday, Facebook came under fire from lawmakers who were upset about the revelations brought to light by the Wall Street Journal's Facebook files. Internal documents showed that Instagram makes body image issues worse for a substantial minority of teen girls and was blamed for increases in anxiety and depression. With the company on the defensive and minimizing its own research, it looks to be signaling a new enthusiasm among senators for regulatory proposals that had stagnated a bit. Criticism from both sides of the aisle. We now have deep insight into Facebook's relentless campaign to recruit and exploit young users, and we now know it's the indefensibly delinquent in acting to protect them, said Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat from Connecticut. Facebook is incapable of holding itself accountable. Senator Marsha Blackburn, Tennessee Republican, was also quick to admonish the tech giant. We do not trust you with influencing our children. Some, like Senator Ed Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts, even compared the social network to Big Tobacco, which pushes a product that they know is harmful to the health of young people. 
He also announced plans to reintroduce legislation that would regulate a number of features, including follower counts, autoplay videos, and marketer and influencer promotions on apps aimed at young children. Go deeper. Facebook on Monday said it would pause work on a controversial effort to build an Instagram for those under 13, currently prohibited from joining the service. During the hearing, however, Antigone Davis, Facebook Director of Global Safety, was noncommittal about whether the company would shelve Instagram kids for good. Senator Markey, those are the kinds of features that we will be talking about with our experts trying to understand, in fact, what is most age-appropriate and what isn't age-appropriate, and we will discuss those features with them, of course. It was set to be the second biggest tech deal of the year, but Zoom Video Communications and Five9 are calling off their $14.7 billion merger. Zoom had hoped the all-stock transaction would build on the explosive growth it experienced during the pandemic, as it became a household name in a world without social contact. Five9 is a provider of cloud-based call center technology, which allows representatives to do their jobs from home. What happened? Five9 stockholders still had to approve the deal, but it did not receive the requisite number of votes. Proxy advisory firm ISS previously recommended that Five9 shareholders vote against the tie-up on the grounds that a decline in ZM share price has dragged down the value of the deal. Last week, Zoom also disclosed that a DOJ-led panel has been investigating the agreement over national security risk given Zoom's ties to China. Buying Five9 presented an attractive means to bring to our customers an integrated contact center offering, Zoom CEO Eric Yuan wrote in a blog post. That said, it was in no way foundational to the success of our platform nor was it the only way for us to offer our customers a compelling contact center solution. Stock movement. Shares of Zoom and Five9 barely budged in pre-market trade, suggesting investors had been anticipating a breakup. Keeping track of the latest happenings on Capitol Hill can get confusing, especially when deadlines are as close together as they are in the fall of 2021. While it's still too early to tell how things will play out, Investors have been monitoring the events as lawmakers play politics with the nation's pocketbook. Here are the three big items that are on the radar and how they could impact your portfolio. Government funding. Congress last night passed stopgap spending legislation to avert a U.S. government shutdown, which was later signed by President Biden. The bill will keep the lights on at the federal agencies through December 3rd, giving Congress nine more weeks to pass a full budget plan. Buzz surrounding government shutdowns can trigger some market volatility, but this is the least likely event to affect investor holdings. Infrastructure. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi promised to move ahead with a vote on a $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill before Democrat progressives said they have the numbers to stall it. They want the Senate to agree to a separate $3.5 trillion social spending and climate policy package, or what the White House terms human infrastructure, before pressing ahead on this front. Negotiations are still ongoing, but the developments have the potential to dent some sentiment in the market, especially infrastructure-related names, since the bill was a key part of Biden's economic agenda. Debt Ceiling Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said the U.S. will run out of funds to pay its bills by mid-October, and even called on Congress yesterday to eliminate the mechanism entirely. A default would likely precipitate a historic financial crisis that would compound the damage of the continuing public health emergency, according to Yellen.
It could also trigger a spike in interest rates, a steep drop in stock prices, and other financial turmoil. Our current economic recovery would reverse into recession, with billions of dollars of growth and millions of jobs lost. As of 6.20 a.m. today, U.S. futures, crude oil, and gold are all in the red, with Bitcoin slightly up. On today's economic calendar, ISM Manufacturing Index is out at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to rate and review it below. Your feedback is deeply appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.